for the Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast. It is Wednesday, April 14th, 2021. Quite a week in the news. Lots of stuff going on. And tonight we're going to talk about a disaster of their own doing. Uh, we're, we're referring to the current climate and political situation across the country, and especially in Minnesota. But first, I'd like to say hello to our co-host. Bravo. How are you, sir? Alpha, a pleasure as always. Yes, sir. I, I, I can't tell you the, uh, the the video card I'm looking at right now, that wall of flame. <laughs> <laughs> they are making one hell of a disaster right now, and we need to get the hard truth out there. Because we are the two American patriots that like to talk about the current events. That's right. And we cannot show our faces because of cancel culture, but we are not going to stop talking about what's going on because we value the Constitution. So, yeah. Well, it's 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 just like all the other rights. If you don't use them, you lose them. So, right. On the last episode, we talked about uh, having a, a policy advisor for the Trump administration uh, and a Republican Party policy advisor, um, uh, pretty much a Beltway insider, come on to the program with us and, and talk about some of the things that are going on behind the scenes, some of the things that are she holds near and dear to her heart. And and I'd like to introduce you to our, our guest uh, that will be coming up soon on the program. We're just trying to work out a time. Very busy lady. It is election season, as she would as she would say. And she's been spending quite a bit of time down at the Southern Command at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, she's a wonderful, wonderful lady. Her name is Martha Bonetta. Martha's a policy advisor. She's an attorney. She's a farmer uh, from Virginia. Uh, she's... She's quite the little powerhouse. She's, um, I've been acquainted with Martha for about the last, let's see, four years. Mm. And, and in that time, she's introduced me to uh, a lot of people. Uh, Elveda King, uh, Dr. King, uh, his, his Dr. Martin Luther King's niece. Uh, I got to meet her, uh, Brandon Stralka. Uh, it's just an endless cast of, of conservative uh, voices and religious leaders uh, from the United States here, obviously, uh, and some thought leaders from abroad uh, in England. Uh, she introduced me to a, a number of folks uh, that are, are quite incredible from the UK that came over. Uh, Nigel Farage uh, mm. and a few other people. Uh, I got, I had the pleasure of meeting them as well. Uh, I'm just very excited that Martha has agreed to come on the program with us and, and she'll probably help us get a few other guests too. Uh, she's, she's pretty tight with a lot of the players in the, uh, in the zoo. So we're going to, we're going to welcome Martha. We're going to have uh, an hour with her. Uh, maybe we can extend it into two shows. I know she has a lot to talk about. She's, she's obviously incredibly dialed in. Uh, she just got done spending uh, the last week with uh, the former president, uh, our, our favorite president, President Trump. Uh, and I'm sure she'll have a lot to say uh, about him and how he's doing and, and maybe some of the things that he might be up to. This is kind of an insider's view. This is a little bit of an exclusive for, uh, for us or for anybody, really. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about having Martha on the program. I, I can't contain my excitement right now. I can, I'm going to be... Uh... Um, um, it, wow. <laughs> Can't, I, I couldn't stop saying it at the last show and I'm going to keep saying it. This is great. I mean, 
who would have thought in September when you and I would love to talk about current events and, and just get the word out there and, and talk about the hard truth. We're going to get the hard truth and what's going on. And I cannot wait. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to have to do some research on how to, well, it's like an interview of like anything else. Let well, it's, it's yeah. a, it's a conversation. She, she yeah. wants to get out some of the, her message and, mm-hmm. and, and tell us what she stands for. I mean, this is, this, this is quite a dynamic gal. Uh, mm-hmm. She took on, she took on uh, the state of Virginia. She's taken on the EPA. Uh, mm-hmm. She's taken on some powerhouses in her time uh, mm-hmm. that tried to come for her farm uh, ah. because of one reason or another. And she's always come out on top. So she's quite something else. She's, uh, she's, she's cool. I'm really looking forward to talking about that too, because uh, I'm have some experience with uh, planning boards and things like that. And I'm just curious what her thoughts are on the zoning laws and what, even what Biden is planning on doing is trying to break up the zoning rules. I'm sure she has some experience with that too. So that'd be great. Well, we'll have to we'll have to see what she has to say. I've got some ideas about. I I, I was mm-hmm. uh, able to speak with her. She was at the airport in uh, West Palm, uh, getting on the airplane to come home after her uh, stay at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be having a discussion again sometime very soon. She she's very busy lady, I'm obviously. Sure. Uh, so I'm I'm very grateful that she was able to cut us some time to go ahead and do this. But mm-hmm. everybody, stay tuned. We're going to put up some announcements on the Telegram channel uh, and uh, up on uh, Parlor. Uh, if you follow us on Parlor, that'd be great. Uh, we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, additionally, Frank is coming out really really soon. Uh, Mike Lindell's new platform, the twentieth, uh, by the way. That's which, right, the twentieth. Which you're able to get uh, if you go on to. Uh, the website, you give them a phone number. They can text you when you can sign up Mon- uh, Thursday, or excuse me, uh, the day, night before, and you can get your, you know, your sign on and stuff like that. He, he's, he's really raring to go when it comes to uh, Frank and, and how he's, he's done all the research and all the preparation, you know, from what he's talking about. Uh, when, when a million people come over and ready to start, I think he's ready to take it, but you know, he's, he's, he's a, uh, he's a CEO. He knows how to get things done. He's a businessman. So we definitely will see how that comes. Well, we're going to have to see how that unfolds. I mean, the man has got a, uh, fantastic checkbook too. I mean, uh, everybody might want to laugh at the guy, right? Uh, sure. He's made tens of millions of dollars from from a business from his business. Mm-hmm. Tens and, of millions, and he made it himself. I mean, that's just the yeah. way it is. But it's also look at the principles the man has. I mean, that's right. what he's really going on. You know, he had a rough he had a rough time. Right. He learned from that rough time. He he found he found a religion. He found spirituality. He he healed. And redemption, basically, and now he's passing that on to others. And I think this is an extension. He sees a wrong, and he's putting his his entire might and his his efforts to making this better. And I think that's admirable, and that's why I admire him so much. I think it's it's amazing. Well, he's got a lot of fight in him, that's for sure. So he he's he's a truth teller. And people might want to look at a guy that sells pillows for a living and laugh at him, but I got news for you. He's everything that you said, Bravo. 
Mm. You hit the nail right on the head. He's a he's a spiritual guy. He's a truth teller. He's he's pretty fearless. He's got faith. Um, yeah. And I think his faith gives him his strength. And, and I think that's a great thing. And I think that's greatly lacking in today's society is faith. Definitely. Uh, so he's really somebody that I, I, I have grown to admire. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to trying out his platform and seeing how that works out. I, mm -hmm. I think it'll be kind of a great experience to get onto another platform, mm -hmm. but, you know, we have a lot of things to talk about tonight, you know, uh, yeah. You know, I think we should just go ahead and sell Minnesota to Canada. What do you think? <laughs> um, I don't know if they want it. I think they're going to. I don't know if they want it either. There, there's not. An, there won't be anything left after uh, what I uh, I fear is going to happen yeah. with, with Minnesota and what's what's happening there right now when it right. comes to the events. Uh, yeah, the trial with Chauvin, which is, you know, it's. The trial is like watching sausage being made. There's all oh, kinds of horrible. testimony and it's boring. And all you're getting from one side of it, and this was from Steven Crowder when I was watching his analysis. He's watching all of it. He's 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 taking one for the for the team here. Um, but he was saying that the the press and he's watching what comes out in CNN. So in his on his show uh, Louder with Crowder, he talks about how each of the each of the talking points gives credence to one side, not the other. And how in this, in this, uh, this propaganda, this, this certain story or what we like to call the narrative, right? Alpha, right. we talk about the narrative, one side narrative comes out and they're not telling the whole story. They tell right. a story, well, you know, well, you know hey, I, I like where you're going. I like yeah. where you're going with this, but Tie it into the propaganda thing, and let's talk about let's talk about Project Veritas and propaganda and how they're shaping the narrative. And we'll show people, and then we'll get back to the story of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's where I was going. Okay, because, great. You know, we, we're dealing with uh, a story, not the story. And, right. Um, so let's uh, let's talk. Um, let's show you the video, and uh, well, well, let's tell everybody what they're what, what we're going to show them. This is. Um, Oh. Uh, Project Veritas video. Correct. So just just breaking today, and everybody should just go ahead and take a quick listen to the highlight reel here. Go ahead, Bravo. If the agenda say is to like get. Like Matt Gates right now, he's like he's Republican. Like, uh, he's a problem for the Democratic Party because he's so conservative, right? And he can cause a lot of hiccups in passing of laws. So it's it would be great for the Democratic Party to get him out. So we're going to keep running those stories to keep hurting him and make it so that it can't be buried and like just you know settled outside of court and just like you know. Uh, if we keep pushing that, it's helping us. That's propaganda. It's helping us in some way. I will tell you, Project Veritas is not only, they are doing something, but they are very brave. <laughs> and it's in their tagline. Let me tell you something. When they talked about, uh, this was the um, technical advisor for CNN. 
Yeah. So, and he just sank the whole ship, which is fine, uh, just because um, he he gave the entire uh, playbook uh, yeah. what was going on there. So here's here's what here's the base of the overall what the takeaway is: fear sells. That's right. And it's Charlie Chester from the C, from CNN. He's a technical director, and that's what CNN's been doing. They've been doing this now. Project Veritas. Kudos to them. Go to their website. Get, That's right. Watch the video. It's two minutes, something long. And and again, James O'Keefe, you are our hero. If you, if you want to if you want to support real journalism and real investigative reporting, support Project Veritas. Mm-hmm. I think they're it. Yep. Go ahead. There. So anyway, so with um. Uh, this is just this is just a screenshot um, of of what when he was talking about uh, of the longer video, but basically fear cells. So let's talk about what CNN's done. So they they were going after President Trump over and over and over again, and people, um, I'm going to say, our audience probably doesn't does not fall into this category. Uh, they take what they're what they're told and they believe it, and they don't do any of their own fact checking. They don't do any of their own critical thinking, right? Right. And what happens after that is they play on everyone's fears. They it's uh, if you don't do this, we're all going to die. If you don't do this, we're all going to die. We're all we're all going to die. You know, the, right. the virus right. is going to get us. They're going right. to get us. Trump's going to get us. You know, that they just keep spewing out this garbage. And people that are, it's almost like a Jedi mind trick from Star Wars, right? Well, it's, it's, it's what I like to refer to as panic porn. Mm-hmm, that too. Uh, the weak-minded were affected by Jedi mind tricks. And Star oh, Wars. by the way, by the way, yes. don't ever Google panic porn. Don't, don't ever do that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a bad idea. Don't do that. Bad idea. <laughs> and you, you'll see this, that it's, it's basically what CNN does. And, and I believe that their ratings are tanking right now, which couldn't come soon enough. They need to, and Zucker is like resigned. Right. I think he's got until like the end of May, beginning of June or something like that. And, and, and CNN spent, and, and they made a living uh, from 2000 and I don't know, I, I, 2015, like the Q3 of 2015, Mm-hmm. Uh, till right until the bitter end of, of the uh, Trump presidency of, of spinning the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax and everything was Trump and, and every falsehood about Donald Trump they could put on the air and every bit of propaganda they could put up there uh, to, you know, that's, that was their product. Mm-hmm. And, and now they don't have a target. Right. So now they're going after other things. And essentially... At the end of the day, uh, what CNN was trying to do was push propaganda to just get Trump out of office, mm-hmm. and they firmly believe that they did it. That's that, and that was in the video. Also, they said That's that right. we got him, we got him, we got him. We're going to get. It. So I want everyone to have this. You know, if you're all sitting down and when you watch this video, the next target that CNN is going to try and push and uh, get those weak-minded. Um, people that don't critically think is the next thing they're going after is climate change. They want to push this green new deal. They want to take away my car. Yep. They want to take away petroleum products. They want to take away all that stuff. It's a, it's a control. 
everything that CNN does is in lockstep with the Democrats to take away our ability to make choices, to have freedom and our control away from our lives. I know better for myself than the government knows for me. Right. And I well, can't. Where, where, where does this all come from? I mean, this is, this is all just, this is Marxism. Um, yeah. At, it, at its finest. And, and, and quite honestly, it, it's crossing into some really fascistic territory mm -hmm. of the use of propaganda to spread falsehoods and create fear and to create targets. Mm. And this is what they're doing. This is, and, and, I, and I, I don't like to use this term because it does cheapen it to a certain extent, but this is the same thing that Goebbels did. Yes. It's exactly the same thing. You know, apparently Republicans are were, were like Trump was literally Hitler, right? Right. Okay, so stop that. Um, the tactics that these people are using are exactly the tactics of the Soviets, the Chinese Communist Party, mm -hmm. and the Nazis. This is exactly what they did. This is Alinsky's rules for radicals on absolute steroids. Yes. Gaslighting 101. Mm -hmm. So that's my two cents. Yep. So I, I firmly believe that the propaganda is a tool for the weak-minded. And unfortunately, everyone wants to get back to some kind of semblance of normal. And if you notice, that's not going to happen. They keep moving the goalposts. So that's their, it's a stick and carrot. It's a promises made, promises not kept by the Biden administration because they want control and they want everyone to give up their rights. That goes down to the past, the the vaccine passports. It goes to the 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 mere fact. And I, Alpha, I hope you know you understand where I'm coming from with this. Mm -hmm. The states that are open, not having mass mandates, the ones that are free, versus the states that are locked down. It's almost the north and the south again. I hate to, <laughs> you know, it's it's getting to the point where the states that are in the south are not abiding by any of the Biden edicts and all the blue states that are in the North are completely drawn in to control and taking away our liberties. And they're doing it over and over again. And I, I'm hoping that it comes to some precipice where people say enough is enough. We're not doing this anymore and, and do something about it. Uh, it's got to come soon. I'm getting tired of it, to be honest with you. Well, you know, it it, it, it just is quite amazing. It, it is quite amazing. You know, they're, they're, I hate to say it, this this country is definitely split. And then there's people, you know, that have gone all in on, on COVID-19. And there are people out there that don't really necessarily believe too much in it and, and think it's a, maybe a flu and it, it is a thing for certain people and it's not a thing for other people. The South happened to have done very, very well with this, uh, the state with the oldest population in the country and, and larger population than the state of New York, Florida has done particularly well with very loose regulation on this mm -hmm. uh, because they let freedom and people use their own judgment. People pick on Florida all the time. But I've got news for you. Ron DeSantis is a hell of a leader. Mm -hmm. He's a hell of a good leader. Yep. And I expect big things from him. He is he's a true conservative. And he mm -hmm. and he leans very libertarian, which which really pleases me. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, I, I expect big things from him. I think he's done a stand-up job in Florida, taking care of business down there. Uh, North Carolina has also done very, very well. Uh, Tennessee, uh, Louisiana, Alabama. And I don't know what to believe anymore because everything you do watch on television is propaganda. Okay. So right. let's let's face it. I think the numbers on this whole thing have been skewed. Yep. I think they've just used it as a, a bludgeon against Republicans and conservatives and freedom loving Americans, which mm -hmm. really pisses me off. Mm -hmm. It's just been a tactic to That's sway right. an election. And it's going to be a never ending thing. That's right. And now we're seeing huge problems. Or are they problems with, with a certain brand of vaccine? Mm. All of a sudden. Hmm. Well, there is uh, okay. So, from a from a statistics point of view, and again, we don't know the numbers yet. But Johnson and Johnson had uh, an issue with um, a, a very small, like one in a million. Literally, that's the, that's the statistics. One in a million out of the sixty uh, six million doses given. This is in um, this was uh, here in the United States. Uh, six six women develop clots in their sinuses near in, in the circulation portion of the brain, the venous uh, sinus um, area. It's in your face. Basically it's, it's not good. One died from it. Um, so that was, that's where the, the language that you're hearing the story, not a, a story, not the story, but was that there's a slowdown on the Johnson and Johnson. They're not giving it anymore until they can figure this out. Their thought is that it's a, reaction with estrogen and um, birth control pills, which makes women at higher risk for clots in general. So is there any correlation or is there causation here? Not enough statistics. Don't know yet. We don't know. Just well, remember well, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. It's even yeah. worse than that. Bravo. It's even worse than that. Okay. These vaccines never made it to primate trials. Mm. So, and limited, uh, basically, if you've taken one of these vaccines, you are the trial. Mm -hmm. Scary, isn't it? Well, th those are the those are Moderna and, and uh, Pfizer, and again, millions have been given. We don't know long long term. Again, the data is not there. I'm not going to start speculating, or you know, like we can only go with what's going on. And the data, you're right. The data is not there. So that's right. There is no data. Not knowing is just as bad as knowing in some cases because people then start quote making it up, unquote, and and they 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 use their own anecdotal right situations to make it apply to everyone when in a population that's completely erroneous. Now again, beginning back to the the Johnson Johnson one right now, it's on a hold. They're not pulling it. It's not. It's not being. Again, I don't know what the story is. I don't have the data in front of me. So, right. as more and more of these things come along, we'll be able to figure out a little bit more what the truth. I, I, I don't honestly believe an unsafe vaccine will be given out. But when you don't know and you don't have the data to prove it, people start telling stories. Hey, listen. If you want to go out and get vaccinated, that's fine. Go, go ahead and do that. But you know what? Let's let's not talk about it in public and let's not ask perfectly good strangers or point fingers about have you been vaccinated or this, that, or the other thing, because I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something. It's none of your damn business. 
Correct. That's right. So everybody needs to take a deep breath and and mind their own P's and Q's. Correct. And do what you feel is best for you and your family. Exactly. Use your head. That's right. If you choose to take a vaccine, fine. Then you choose to take something that may have consequences. If you choose not to be vaccinated, you may choose to, you know, come down with a coronavirus. And it might just act like a cold for you, which it probably would. Or or, or you could be a little more serious. It's hard to say. We don't know. That's the problem. Anyhow, enough of that talk. It's just about freedom and, and how. Oh, that's that's a, just to put the, the bow around this. Yeah. It's, it's about freedom. And, right. and passports and not being able to do things. You know, New York uh, just yeah. came out with these new cockamamie. Now we can have 200 people in a gathering. And if you do more than that, you have to go to the health department to get permission. And everyone has to be vaccinated. Or a pot, you know, a test has to be get. Okay, how many hoops do I have to jump through to go to a concert? I'm not going to a baseball game. Don't worry. But I just again, who who is able to determine what the best risk is for me? And it's not the government; it's me. So that being said, right. All right. Onward and upward. Talk mm-hmm. about. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start a a a, a new. Uh, a new thing um, here at the Signal Fifty podcast. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start getting into you know the whole policing issue that we have, and, and we're gonna kind of flow into what's going on in Minnesota. This show may run a little bit uh, odd on time, but mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna run with it here. And and what we're gonna talk about now, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it the uh, the the um, the moron of the of the hour award. Goes to Rashida Tlaib. Ding, ding, ding. She's Democratic representative from Michigan. Uh, she just says all police are racist, um, and we just need to dis, uh, disband all the police because, you know, it's systemically racist, you know, policing, and we just need to get rid of it. Just no policing. No police. <sighs> her and, and her and her jerk-off uh, compatriots in, in the little squad there um, whom the mainstream Democrats are, are pretty pissed about at uh, mm-hmm. by at the moment. By the way, mm-hmm. um, this this boob mm-hmm. thinks that getting rid of all policing in the United States is the way to go. No incarceration, no police, no nothing, and they want to take your guns. So great, you know they'll, they'll be good and safe behind the wall that they built around the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. But you know, you and I. You know, as soon as they pull the chain and flush the jails out, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you it's going to be, uh, you know, open season on people like us. Um, so, you know, it's great. She's awesome, right? Uh, she's uh, awesome. Far from it. Uh, she's she. Yeah. It's amazing. She again. If uh, she got elected, uh, I don't know what Michiganders are thinking <laughs> when they put her in. Uh, I think twice. Uh, not twice. just once, twice. Oh, God, I, she. But this is this is a, a bigger problem when it comes to policymaking and representative government, and when people that really don't know what they're doing get into positions where they have the the, the ability oh. to govern us, and it oh, just oh, she 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 knows full well what she's doing. Let me let me stop you. All right. Well, she's not a politician. She's an activist and she's a radical. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, and she was elected twice and she, she's, she's a piece of garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, she's a piece of human filth. Mm -hmm. She's terrible. And, and, and you know what, you know, what brings me to this story and put her up to give her the, the moron of the moment award Mm. (laughs) is she's using the tragedy and and I'm going to, and I'm going to call it a tragedy that happened in Brooklyn center, Minnesota, Mm -hmm. where Dante Wright, a 20 year old kid was shot by a police officer during an arrest. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll get into the details of that in just a minute. Yeah. But she is using that to say, all police are bad, it's racist, she shot this kid, she was white, he was black, it's racist, and, and blah, 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 blah. And we need to get rid of all police. I, I, I have a serious problem. That wasn't racism, first of all, Rashida. That was a horrible, tragic accident Mm -hmm. that woman had no intent no honest intent on killing him she made a very tragic costly mistake Mm -hmm. officer kim potter of the brooklyn center or brooklyn 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 center police department yeah i'm sorry i'm from that area so i always get brooklyn park and brooklyn center confused so Brooklyn Center is within Brooklyn Park, which is a much larger area. Uh, it's a northern suburb of Minneapolis. On the screen, we've got uh, a map to show you. It's about, uh, I would say, 18 to 20 miles north, just slightly north and northwest of the city of Minneapolis, the center of the city of Minneapolis. It's, it runs along the Mississippi River on mm-hmm. the West Bank. I used mm-hmm. to live out that way. Mm-hmm. This was a tragic accident, and Rashida Tlaib is using it to make hay, but because that's what Democrats do. Right. This poor girl, Kim Potter, 26-year-old, 26-year veteran. She was the head of the police union for the Brooklyn Center Police Department. Mm. She's a trainer. Uh, she's a mentor. She's a good lady by all accounts. She made a horrible mistake. Mm. mistook her service weapon, her, her lethal option for her less lethal option, her taser. And she shot this gentleman uh, transverse through the uh, torso. Mm-hmm. He drove away, sped away, crashed into a bunch of cars and died uh, mm-hmm. of his gunshot wound. Um, horrible accident, horrible, horrible thing. Inexcusable. Mm-hmm. She'll be charged uh, with something tomorrow. She has resigned uh, subsequent to the incident. The chief of police has also resigned subsequent to this incident. Mm -hmm. And the city manager was fired because he had the audacity to say that this police officer deserved due process. Mm. They fired him immediately. With all, with once I, 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 we got to get that out there. The, the hard truth of it is, yes, this was a tragedy. Yes, this was a horrible mistake. Yes, there's consequences for her actions. I, I'm not, you know, I saw the video. No one's trying to excuse her or what happened here. However, the the jumping the gun, the, no, no pun intended, uh, and not allowing due process to occur is the real tragedy because she still is, has rights. And, and this quick to judgment 
this this not allowing for investigations to occur to get her side of the story to find out what's going on what was inside you know what what she was thinking at the time all that stuff has to be teased out but the the why they're you know they're rushing to charge her they're rushing to try and quell mobs they're still going to riot they're already rioting over this in Minneapolis BLM and Antifa both in my opinion are racist organizations and they're terrorist organizations. Yes, they are. Are, are seizing this opportunity again, thanks to Alinsky and his moron. Well, it was a, it was a, it was a good, uh, it was a good research topic he gave, I guess. But they're all running to make this, uh, not letting this crisis go to waste either. And you're going to burn everything down over this. Why? And, and it's a rhetorical question because. It's all about power control. We already talked about it. But the hard truth is... Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I I hear what you're saying. But let let me ask a serious question. Mm -hmm. Do any of these people jumping up and down on police cars or burning down stores or robbing and looting and beating people in the streets in the city of Minneapolis and wherever else they may be rioting over over these incidents, uh, George Floyd... Uh, the the list goes on and on and on. Every time something happens, mm-hmm. everybody gets stirred up. The propaganda machine gets going on CNN to say, "Oh, it's racist. It's this," and they gin up this this racial controversy, mm-hmm. and they create a race war. Now, that is one of the tools that the Soviet Union used to use against us, and still does use. Is mm-hmm. they use race as a tool to start a race war. That's right. To distract us. And it is a very socialist, communist party tactic mm-hmm. to divide, conquer, isolate, blame, 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 blame. Mm. Now, let me ask a question. Do any of these people that are jumping up and down on these cars, do they truly give a rat's ass about Dante Wright? No. No, they do not. Not at all. They're on their phones taking videos of themselves for Instagram. Look at me. I'm jumping up and down on a police car. Look at me. I'm throwing bottles of gasoline in a store. They're all looking for their 15 minutes of fame, and they're trying to piggyback just like Rashida Tlaib is doing dancing on the grave of Dante Wright. Yep. Nobody's doing him any honor or respect. That's right. This kid regained. Regardless of his past transgressions, mm-hmm. suffered a bad end. Yeah. We don't know all the details. All I can tell you is this. I'm not blaming everything on anybody, but I'm going to point something out. If you are engaged with a police officer and you are stopped by a police officer by the side of the road. And I'm not making any excuses for what happened. From the best I can glean from the facts as I know them to be. Mm -hmm. Which are limited. Which are limited. And I've seen the body cam footage, and I do not want to replay it. It's it's bad. You don't want to see anybody get shot. It's a horrible thing. Mm -hmm. If you're engaged with a police officer and you are told to stop, you don't get on your cell phone. You don't call your mom and tell them why they're stopping you. You don't do this. You do not resist a police officer. Yes, sir. No, sir. You have rights. And the minute 
you start resisting a police officer or start being argumentative, there's a difference between standing up for your rights and not making any comments or statements, which is your choice. There's a difference between that and resisting, becoming violent, and fleeing and eluding. Mm. If Dante Wright had put his hands behind his back mm-hmm. and been cuffed, they were arresting him on a warrant. For what? I don't know. He had an active warrant out against him. Mm. You don't litigate your case by the side of the road. That's right. Running away from the police is only going to make things worse. Yep. And resisting arrest is certainly not a winning situation for anybody. Does that mean the kid deserved to be shot? Absolutely not. Nobody's saying that. I do not believe in my heart of hearts that this police officer had any intention on killing that young man. I think it was a tragic accident. And that's what I hope to, uh, that's what I hope. Unfortunately, the due process needs to happen so that we can find out what the truth is. We don't yeah. want a story. We want the story. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. T- meanwhile, uh, 16 miles away as the crow flies, mm-hmm. you've got another travesty going on. Mm-hmm. That city is going to burn. It's already burning. <laughs> it's going to be worse. You've got a governor out there, Tim Waltz, who is who is inept. Mm-hmm. He's terrible. And where's what? the National Guard again? He's a governor. He can call, he can order in the National Guard to bring order to that city. He has he has called in the National Guard. Well, you better start getting them get more there, and let them carry guns to protect themselves because there's a bunch of rioters running around, making a making a mess of the place. It's Antifa. It is. They have bricks stationed again. They have bricks stationed all over the place. I've seen the pictures. They yep. have they have all the weapons they need. They have the tactics that they're trained to do. This is this is these are highly organized and 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 fairly decently trained terrorists. Insurrectionists too. Correct. They're they are they are domestic terrorists. They are very well trained. Um, you know, listen, all these calls to fund the police and Rashida Talib. I believe in a poll that was done by by Fox News, I believe it was Fox News, 68% of the black community is like, are you crazy? We don't want the, the police defunded. Are you crazy? That's right. Okay. So take away the police from the situation and, and look what's going to happen in the city of Minneapolis. Gone. Mm-hmm. I don't think the police in Minneapolis are going to be able to do much anyways. I think that they are so scared to do their jobs. I think they'll just turn their backs and walk away. Then the city that you once lived in. That's right. Will no longer be standing. It's already, it's already unrecognizable. It's it's a repeat of Sodom and Gomorrah in the Bible. (laughs) It it really is. It, It really is. It's, it's really a tragic thing. You know, when, when we talk about what's happening with the Chauvin trial, mm-hmm. you know, the, the prosecution rested, uh, I believe. They rested their case. Uh, uh, little hint, we're, we're pre-recording. <laughs> <laughs> so they rested their case, and, and now the defense has their swing. And 
let's just put it to you this way. Um, the prosecution put on a very emotional uh, performance with their witnesses and, and all their statements and, and everything. Now the defense is going to hit the jury with some hard facts. Mm-hmm. And they had a use of force expert that went up and testified today that shot a lot of holes in the prosecution's case. Mm-hmm. And even the medical examiner admitted, you know, you have to understand what you're being told on the news is through a filter. It's Perfect. through a, a, it's perception. It's a narrative. It's, it's mm-hmm. ginning up racial tension. Okay. Mm-hmm. It just keeps propagating what I call a lie, right? It's a lie. George Floyd had three times the legal amount of fentanyl in his system. Did Derek Chauvin sitting on his back, you know, kill him? The answer is no. He died subsequent to being placed under arrest from outside factors. Mm -hmm. So this use of force expert likened it to if you tase a suspect Mm -hmm. who is violent and you are using your escalation of force properly, you know, you have step verbal challenge, then you can go hands on, then you can go to a taser and then you can go to maybe an impact weapon and then you can go to a chemical weapon. Then you can go to a taser. Then you can go to a handgun. You know, it's an escalation. It's a pyramid of force, right? Mm -hmm. And the police are always entitled to use one level of force above what the suspect is using because Mm -hmm. that's just good common sense. Mm -hmm. If you tase somebody and they fall and they hit their head on the floor, hit their head on the table on the way to the ground after you've tased them because you had to or the situation justified it, it wasn't the taser that killed them and the police did not kill them. Mm -hmm. They died subsequent to being resisting arrest. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not homicide. It's not manslaughter. It's personal responsibility. Correct. Which goes back to your original statement. When a police officer pulls you over, which is one of the most dangerous events that can occur in a police officer's day. And how do I know this? I've spoken to the police officers and they've told me stories and I've heard them. And when the police officer approaches, if it's at night, you turn the dome light on. Put your hands on the steering wheel. Let them see it. You announce whatever you're going to be doing, what moves you need to make. Let them ask for what they need to see. If everything goes swell and they feel comfortable, that ticket may not be coming your way. Or it might. Depends on what you did. Again, it's it's all it's all subjective when it comes to a police officer. But it's about them because they're trying to enforce the law when they had, you know, and, and these stories, well, this police officer did this because... I was, you know, I, I, I wasn't speeding and there's no reason. Okay. Look, time out. Okay. There, are there bad cops out there? A, f- a, f- a small number, very small, very, very small number. The, I've, I have not met a bad cop in my life. Thank goodness. They're all been great people. And I've had great friends who are police officers and never, I mean, I just haven't seen it. I've, I've read stories about it. I've seen them make bad decisions in other areas, but personally, the police officers I know are upstanding public servants and they are they and they're the respect that that i was taught when i was young officer friendly they're only there to help do it you know do what they say you want to adjudicate something don't do it on the side of the road right 
And, and here's here here's here's a little pro tip. Pro tip, right? Mm-hmm. Don't go out and break the law. Right. And you won't have any problems. And Use better judgment. Right. And I don't believe that they're racist. I don't believe they go out looking for certain people because of a certain skin color. Please. No, they do not. They do not. Absolutely not. I, I, I lived in, in Minnesota for about 13 years. Mm-hmm. I had the, the, the honor and the pleasure of becoming very, very friendly because of what I did with a good number of Minneapolis police officers. And, I, and I've talked about this before. The Minneapolis police officers I knew, they were black, they were brown, they were yellow, they were gay, they were straight, they were lesbian, they uh, were Somali. They were all, it was a big melting pot of, of police officers. I never met anybody that I wouldn't invite to the house for dinner. Mm-hmm. They're all very good people. They never had any intention of going out and hurting anybody. All they care about doing is going home in one piece. Yep. So I don't know about this gal, Kim Potter. She was an officer for 26 years. That is a really long time to be a police officer and to never have a critical incident like this. Um, I would have to say that she's probably a pretty good cop. Mm -hmm. I absolutely assure you this woman had absolutely zero intention of going out and shooting Dante Wright. She had no intention of hurting anybody. She made a tragic human mistake. And unfortunately, a young man did lose his life subsequent to his resisting arrest. Mm -hmm. It's all a bad chain of events. And I'm really sad to see it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Yes, it and, and, and folks out there listening, there, are, there will be nobody more critical of a use of force incident than a, somebody that's heavily involved with the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. I teach this stuff. I teach use of force. I've taught mm-hmm. use of force for years. Was she justified in what she did? Absolutely not. Not from what I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to convict her here. But there's some serious problems that happened. This, to me, looks like a tragic mistake. And unfortunately, the, the, the usual cast of characters, the race hustlers, the Al Sharptons, the Reverend Jacksons will show up mm-hmm. and gin up racial divide instead of teaching or preaching unity and peace. Mm-hmm. You're going to have rioting and looting. In places that can't afford to have it. And it's just continuation from last summer. You are, in fact, holding a populace uh, under a terrorist regime in Minnesota right now. Yep. I lived there for a very, very long time. And I'm here to tell you, there are, you came out and visited me in Minnesota. I did. It was a lovely place. Beautiful place, right? Very friendly, very friendly people. Yeah. Warm and welcoming people. These are, these are 
typical Midwestern people. Yeah, you betcha. Everybody who's seen Fargo and and yeah, people do talk like that out there. <laughs> it's a true story. And the farther north you go, the worse it gets. And sometimes it comes out in my voice mm-hmm. uh, because I lived there for a long time. You just pick up the inflection. People do talk strange. They they do strange things. We do. We go ice fishing out on the ice. We go camping. We do a lot of fishing, hunting, and all that stuff. But I'll tell you one thing: that those people are not. They are not racist. Right. They are not racist. They are not bad people. They talk slowly. That does not mean that they are stupid. They are incredibly industrious, smart, hardworking people in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And they're being painted as something they're not. But I will tell you one thing. There will come a point when they've had enough. And I don't really know what that looks like. And I'm not sure I really want to know what that looks like. Catch my meaning? Well, it's called the pinnacle of destruction. That's what that's called. Exactly. So I'm done ranting about it, but, you know, it's it's going to be a bad scene out there. Mm. No matter how the Chauvin trial winds up, it's going to be a nightmare. No matter what happens with Brooklyn Center, it's going to be a nightmare. Mm. This Must woman is going to be charged tomorrow. Yeah, that- what kind of investigation can they do to get charges out tomorrow? Is that is is it because they want to prevent these riots from happening? And and they'll say, "Look, we're getting charges out here. Look, she's resigned. Look, no, that's never good enough." These these mobs, these rioters, they're not protesters; they're rioters. You cannot appease the mob. You're not going to appease them. Exactly. No. You cannot appease the mob. I, I don't know what they're going to do. What are you going to charge her with? I mean, that, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I don't, it's not going to make anyone happy. It's not going to make the mob calm down. It's all right. Yeah. You know, it's well, just, oh. didn't, didn't stop them from charging Chauvin with, with, uh, with manslaughter, second degree murder, third degree murder. You know, they just threw everything at him to see what sticks. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's just, you know, that, 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 that's not, that's not right either. Uh, there is something. I mean, the, the video is clear, everything. But I, I, I still feel that the heat of the moment, the decision was made. She made it. She's got to live with it. Right. Tragic it act. Happen. Tragic. Tragic outcome. Tragic outcome. But you mentioned that she's a 26 year veteran. Yep. Uh, I'm concerned that she is going to. She now she's at rock bottom. You know she she. Must have joined the force when she was younger. Um, I saw a picture of her. I don't know how old she is. Um, I mean, I'm sure she was close to retirement or could have retired. Um, now her life's ruined. And I'm, I, my heart goes out to her as a human being, as someone that has to live with the mistake that she made. Yep. And, you know, now she's going to have to find some way to keep going or, God forbid, you know, something, I, I mean, I just, it just is terrible. The whole thing is a tragedy. That's what we call it a tragedy. Well, it is a tragic, it's a tragic thing. And, and you're, you're exactly right. Um, it doesn't matter what was in Dante Wright's past. It doesn't, it doesn't make any difference. It, the, 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 the kid is gone. He's 20, he was a 20 year old kid. Um, and this gal was a 26-year veteran of the police department, and 
all it takes is a split second to change your future, doesn't it? Yeah. For both of them. Absolutely. So, and the other thing, everybody, everybody out there needs to take this as a lesson. Yeah. This is a a teachable moment. Do what the police say, think about what you're doing, take a step back, slow down. Right. Take a step back, slow down, walk, make sure you know what you're doing. Check, recheck. It's it, that's what happens when you have uh, what they call the domino or one decision leading to another bad decision leading to another bad decision. Oh yeah, and 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 you get and this is what you get, and it's it's all bad deal. So we've gone on about it for a long time mm-hmm. here, and we're we're going to have to see how this turns out. You know, I'm not really, not really looking forward to any of it because you know you got to remember I've got some pretty pretty strong emotional and 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 friendship ties to Minnesota mm-hmm. and I'm deeply concerned about my friend's safety out there. And it, it's just getting, it's getting crazy and, and it's going to be a very, very violent summer. Mm. And I'm very concerned about it. That's one prediction. I hope we're wrong on my friend. Well, you know, let's, uh, you know, let's put it into perspective, you know, um, on January 6th, you had a bunch of people that went into the Capitol building, you know, against better judgment. They made poor decisions. Mm-hmm. And now the FBI and all the law enforcement uh, weight of the United States government is coming down on top of everybody that happened to be there or even in the crowd's shoulders using facial recognition. They're just going after everybody and charging them with insurrection and a number of different things. But let me ask you a question. How many of these Antifa suckers uh, from Portland, Minneapolis, and all these people that burned down businesses all over the state of Minnesota or Minneapolis area, and out in Portland, they set uh, fire to a federal building. How many of those people have seen charges at the inside of a jail cell? Zero. Right. They are detaining them and letting them go without charges. Now, you've got people that were at the Capitol, at the Capitol uh, event on, on the 6th, and yeah, what they did was wrong. These people are being held without charges uh, and without bail. Mm-hmm. They're being, well, they may be charged, but they're being held without bail, which is completely unreasonable. Um, not saying what they did was right either, but there's there's a big disparity here, and, and I think that needs to get worked out. Quickly. And that is why we are a divided country, and we have problems. One set of rules for conservatives... And another set of rules for the tools of the Democrats. Yep. Pretty scary, huh? Yes, indeed. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll keep talking about it. We'll keep getting it out there. Maybe more one person hears this, passes on to someone else, and we'll see what happens. We we will. And you know what? That that's about the end of the show. I thought we were going to run over tonight. Uh, We we did not. We're we're about five minutes short of the mark, which is okay. Do you have anything else that you'd like to raise? Bravo. Uh, just as a, just as a, you know, thoughts and prayers to, to everyone out there who's involved with us and right. on both sides. I, again, it's a tragedy. Um, I, I wish, uh, you know, if you, when some, someone's ready to listen, I think that w- there's some lessons to learn, not only slowing down, but also uh, trying to figure out ways to really come together and we can work together. We, we do better together than we do separated. And unfortunately the, the way the, the, the world's working right now, especially our country is it's, but they want to divide us to control. Yeah. Us. And that's, 
that's the way I see it. So. Well, it's, it's, yeah. It, it, at the end of the day, I think it, what's really important, everybody needs to understand something. Turn off the television. Mm-hmm. Start using your own judgment. Yep. Stop judging people by their political affiliation and judge people by the content of their character. Yep. Who cares about race? Go out and worry about yourself. Go out, understand, and know your neighbor. It doesn't matter who they are. And those are the things that you can control. And stop worrying about things you can't control. Yep. But other than that, <laughs> I just I, I want everybody to pray for Minnesota. Yeah. There are a lot of really good people that are going to get caught right in the middle of a really bad deal out there. And it breaks my heart. That's it. That's the end of that. Yeah. Pretty sad. Anyhow, we'd like to say, uh, say, uh, thank you to our affiliate POF USA, POF USA.com makers of the finest AR 15 style rifles in the United States. Uh, go ahead and visit their website at www.pof USA.com. Go ahead and you can get one on order, have a chip to your FFL dealer, uh, right from their website, or you can go to your FFL and request it, uh, There's no loophole. You have to go through your background check to get it and make sure it's legal in your area before you order one. But I do highly recommend them. Fantastic uh, equipment. Some of the most innovative rifles in the world. And we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7, 365. And especially our police, fire and EMS personnel that are out on the front lines of our country, on the streets, working with you every single day of the week. If you see them out and about, nod, give them a tip of the hat, give them a wave, say hello. And buy them a cup of coffee because they don't make a whole lot of money, but they certainly do take a whole lot of risks, and their life can change in the blink of an eye. We uh, want to remind everyone: catch us on Parlor. Yep. Uh, make sure you uh, follow uh, if you haven't. You know, get us on Rumble. Uh, we'll let you know what's going on with Frank when that gets going. And we're very excited that you, the audience, are following us. You're listening to us on the podcast. We're seeing that. We're also seeing uh, lots of growth on Rumble. And I am very excited about having um, our our guests coming, um, and uh, it'll it'll be a big a a big um, amount of growth for us because uh, this is something new for both of us. Although you know her better than I do, but I'm I'm Uh excited that we could talk about what's really affecting uh, us. As Americans. So. Well, the first thing that uh, I don't mean to belabor this, we've already said goodnight to everybody, but I'm going to tell you really quick. When I asked her to be on the show, the first thing she said to me, what are the first three things that come to your mind that are eating your lunch about what's going on? She gets right to the point. So I think you're really going to enjoy Martha. I really look forward to everybody having the uh, pleasure of listening to what Martha has to say. She's really outspoken. She's a, she's a brave, fearless warrior. So we look forward to having her on the show. And on that note, cue the music. Good night, everybody. Have a great week. Take care. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.